All right. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> I just looked at it again. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the episode, guys. We're You're back You're going to have Zoom. to blur that. All right? Yeah, Do not can't. put up what you put on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look, uh, I think we might have to clear that image by HR. That's definitely not on. Hang on, uh, I'll ask but, you. Meg, uh, welcome it, to the show. Is it all right if we put a picture of an asshole in the podcast? Because you're this HR. One. So it is a pretty gross looking asshole, but it's Get like it not it. really an asshole. Get her to come over and have a look. Whoa, come, no, we're not. What the fuck is that? Just make a decision. <laughs> oh, okay, she's all right. <laughs> all right, so that, was that a yes I heard? Is I heard a, a yes? yes. Is that fine? On the cusp. Okay, right. thank God, thank God. Cool. Okay, good. What right. about we'll, well, now that we've got that out of the way? I, I reckon we'll pixelate it, but not completely black it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great, <laughs> perfect. So there you go. Um, if you're an audio listener, you just missed out on a pixelated butthole on the screen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, it's great uh, to be back look, on I, Zoom. Aren't we all? Aren't we all happy to be back here on Zoom? Uh, Zoom's we, great. Uh, we love it. Zoom, Zoom, and- Zoom. As as we know, it's the motto of this year. You know, we thought it would be a a little period of the show that would be looked back on, back on not very fondly. But uh, instead, what we've come to find is that this is the show and it, it will is. be the show forever. Yes, it's the show forever. Yeah. We were, I was actually having a bit of a laugh, just a bit of a giggle at lunchtime, thinking uh, yeah. I was talking to Reese, uh, who edits stuff for me, and uh, we, were thinking, we were having a bit of a giggle at the fact that this time last year, we are all going, oh, Next year is going to be much better. And you know what I've yeah. been thinking? Mm. Next year, uh-huh. like 2022, yep. Lewis, going to mm. be shit. I'm calling it now. I hope so. Going to yeah. be so bad. I, I hope it, it's the worst. I really do. And I hope uh, that, uh, you know, that all doors in everyone's home are just welded shut from the outside. Um, yes. Because I think that's, if we hope for that, we're definitely going to get the opposite, you know? Because mm. last year, at this time of year, there was a bit of hope in everyone's step. Melbourne was coming out of lockdown. It looked like the end was yep. near. And then this this motherfucker named Delta was like, hey, yeah. you thought the first one was bad. Check mm. this shit out. And then just Man, infected a limousine I think we should have seen driver. that coming. Like, I mean, if you have a look at Australia, ever since Delta Goodrum's been on TV, we haven't been able to get rid of her. So yes. Australians and Delta have an intimate relationship and we have for decades. We mm. can't get rid of it. So She's been I infecting this country for lo- much longer than Corona has. Absolutely. Absolutely. What does Delta Goodrum do? Like she's beautiful. She's probably mm. one of the most beautiful women in the world. But what does she do? I don't know. She's like Jennifer Hawkins if she played piano, I guess. But when's it? Has, does she release music anymore, or does she know. just critique she, other people? I think her and Guy Sebastian just critique other people's music. Um, yeah, and I mean, it, all those shows are just a lot of people who aren't doing much. Like Benji Madden, like w- what's Good yeah. Charlotte doing these days? Not much because Benji's just judging Australian teenagers singing. Mm. It's very strange. I saw Rita Ora was on the new one. I got a TikTok ad the other day to find out yeah, what Rita was happening. Yeah, Rita Ora's on it. Uh, some people might remember Rita Ora from our brief celebrity interview. She yes. was lovely. We are- she, and and, and that, that interview we had, I got to say, I've watched a lot of Rita Ora interviews since. Mm. Uh, ours is absolutely up there in, in the top one. Yeah, it's short and sharp. Yeah. It was under 10 time seconds. for a long interview? No, not us. That's for sure. We didn't even have time to conduct long interviews. Uh, all the actual power to get them um on our mm. show so 
You know, and a, a lot of people have been asking about that June Rats interview, by the way, just a quick update. Uh, we did Great interview news. the June Rats at the music festival. Terrific news. Yeah. Just really good news. This year's going yeah. well. Uh, the SD card corrupted. Yeah. <laughs> we lost yes! it all. Yes! Yeah. Woohoo! And uh, we do have the audio, and we just need to get it run past the record label or something first, because I think some crook things were said uh, by all. Yeah. It wasn't just them. It yeah. was us. It was a mutual... No. Crook experience. We were backstage at a music festival in Queensland next to a porta potty, mm. so the vibe wasn't clean. No. So dirty no. things. All the said. smell. No, it was. There's nothing clean about the interview, so we just have to run it by the record label. But uh, Lewis, I'm in Perth. Have we done one mm-hmm. from Perth yet? I forget where I was last week. Who cares? Yeah. I don't even know. I'm just a... Uh, like, people are like message me now, like, where are you going to be next week? I'm like, dude, I don't know. I was supposed to go to Cairns and now they're in lockdown. So who the fuck knows where I'll be in a week? Man, I thought I was going to be in uh, in Adelaide next week. I don't think that's going to be happening. No, I don't think so. Yep. Yeah. It's it's a rough time, but that's okay. And we'll get through it. I did a, sh- a show last night. That was yep. awesome. Thousand people, biggest show I've ever done. You seem done. to be the only comedian in the country that has been able to pull off a tour. Yeah, but is, is there any other comedian that's touring? Frenchie isn't. Isaac did a couple of shows, but is he like actually touring? Dude, it seems to be just you. I'm the only comedian going to great lengths to pull it off. I'm the only yeah. one doing two weeks of quarantine in Darwin to get to Perth. Like no one else would bother. Everyone would be like, "I'll oh, just cancel the show. Fuck that." <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think I'm the only think psycho willing to do it. I don't know why I'm doing it. I think, uh, you know what? I feel like really bad not like cancelling shows. Yes. I feel really bad about it and that's it. It's not even for the money yeah. or anything. I just feel like people like get sad and angry at you. So I'm like, all right, I'll try and do it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if um if 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 I had to do something that that would result in like a mandatory suicide check phone call, you know, like hey, just checking in, you you all right? Mm. If I have to do one of them, I'd be like, man, maybe I'll just do it in November, you know, maybe we'll do the show. Yeah, in November. that's true. We did get the uh, the old suicide checkup in lockdown, which was nice. That's um, good. I'm glad that they're doing that because the quarantines are, are tough, especially because the real that you did real quarantine. You know, I'm doing quarantine in Melbourne, but I can leave the house and go for a walk, or yeah, I can man. do something if it's really, really essential. You, the quarantines for like travelers are nuts. Yeah, as was, they should be. But um, yeah, it's I'm pulling it off. It's going well, dude. It was so sick, and it sucked because I was supposed to have Keelan and Lewis there um, with me. They were supposed to fly over. Lewis is going to open the show. Keelan was going to be there. It was going to be like a big old boy sesh. And, uh, well, yeah, it's it's what I really wanted to talk about right at the start of this episode is because, you know, we, we're going to get into some fun stuff, but I really want to say very, very seriously, uh, something amazing has happened uh, recently on the show. And um, uh, I actually almost beat Keelan in a swimming race recently. That's And I think we need to spend some time and yeah, acknowledge right. that because there's been a really all. amazing achievement. Like I know, Luke, you've, You've done a show with oh, yeah, a thousand yeah. people. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I totally understand. almost smashed Keelan in a swim That's race. not true Which at is all. actually really impressive <laughs> if it's true because I've raced Keelan in swimming before and he smoked me. The man has now, got some flipping kicky legs, that's for sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to your show, Luke. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. will, right? But I want to talk about something really impressive and that I'm... is me, no training, Right, no oh, technique, no not, training. A, not, not a single coach lesson Why from a swimmer. Why are you kidding? Hey, not Keelan. a single one since I was 
12. Haven't had a single swim lesson. I jump in the pool. Keelan's I get, so we, angry. We don't have, <laughs> Keelan's so mad. We go to a swim pool. First time we've ever swam together. I'm thinking, man, Keelan almost almost made it to the Olympics. He's an incredible swimmer. All that, I hear okay, from Keelan is like, true. man, I'm so good. I'm such a fast swimmer. I'm I'm the Usain Bolt of butt wet, right? And why? <laughs> and four? I'm thinking, man, Keelan must be great. Keel, we get we time each other. We can't race side by side. So can we I just go, think well, why don't you go down to the end of the pool can we and see how fast you can do it? You yeah? couldn't name a swimmer. So you was like <laughs> you were like, who's fast? <laughs> and then I'll apply that but wet. <laughs> yeah. Who's the gay bloke with the big feet? Ian, Ian Thorpe. Thorpe. <laughs> yeah. Right? That guy. So I'm thinking, man, Keelan's going to smoke me. And that's fine because I'm here to learn, right? That's why I, I wasn't there to win. I was there to learn from the master or so I thought. Keelan goes uh, and I watch him swim. I'm like, man, he's so fast. That's amazing. I wonder if I'll ever be as fast as him. Then I go, Luke, under two seconds slower than Keelan. Keelan goes, okay, I think this race we're going to have at the end of the year is going to be much harder than I thought. So... And that's with, I haven't had a swim lesson since I was 12. So I'm just putting it out there, Luke. Hang on. Keelan so is, is going to get embarrassed. Is there going to be a race? I'll be honest. I forgot to listen to the episode that you guys did together. So I actually have no idea what the fuck was spoken about. The race is actually we, an off-air discussion that hasn't become an on-air discussion oh, yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I, I got wind <laughs> of this off-air on a phone call, but I didn't know if you'd discuss it on the show. So there was... I'll fill it everyone in. So th- I got wind, right? And you guys are just getting wind of it now. Oh, there. What's yeah. that? Oh, it's wind. What's um, that smell? <laughs> oh, I think it's the, the smell of the potential race that may happen. There was Luke's talk. Luke's got wind. Sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry. I'm a bit gassy. Um, there was talk of yeah. a race between Lewis and Keelan in the pool. Um, yeah. Which I think... No, no. 100 meters at a 100 50 meter pool. swimming race. I'm not sure the level of interest that you guys are going to get in a swimming race. Like, it's not a great spectator sport rocking up to yes, a pool. Yes, it is. Oh, no. Haven't the, you seen the Olympics? Mate, the country's going crazy over the Olympics. I know, mate. and it is good. You know what? As long as we refrain from doing swimming races on the show uh, once every four years, I'm happy to do it. But any more than that, too much. Mm-hmm. Too much swimming. Deal. Uh, I enjoy my swimming uh, it, it, you know, every leap year type thing. Yeah, that's okay. the ratio. Well, the Commonwealth Games next year, does that count? Too much swimming. I won't be tuning into the swimming in, the, in that because it's just well, a bit much. Well, Luke, we're going to have to talk about it because I'm going to be in the Australian team. So okay. now, so can I give my perspective, though, of the night? That sure, we because currently you look like a cartoon character with smoke coming out of their ears. Keelan is mm. furious <laughs> right now. Uh, you Keelan, no if you idea. would like, just before you begin, I can yeah. give you your perspective. Oh, shit, he's so fast. I'm going to lose. I can't believe it. He's this good already. Okay. All right. I'll give you my perspective from someone who knows how to swim. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, and, and you know what? I won't dispute that. You know how to swim. I've got the natural talent, obviously. You wait till I yeah. work out how to swim, mate. Okay. Well, so I'm, we... Can I just be honest? I'm shocked Lewis like, doesn't drown. <laughs> like, really? Like, I've, I've seen been you... telling you that I was a really strong swimmer when I was a kid, but I then I stopped know. for like 10 years and still mm. somehow I've got it. I've seen you do on land sports and yeah. you just don't come off like a guy who's like particularly amphibious. That's all. You just don't Look, give off I'll, that vibe. I'll be a hundred percent honest with you, Keelan. When we found out Keelan's time and then I and then I found out my time, I was like, What? <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> what so 
what we did is we swam. I swam about 200 meters, which is for any of you non-swimmers is about four, uh, eight laps, right? Mm-hmm. And that's Lewis did probably heaps. two within that time. Mm-hmm. Two times that. That's right. Up and back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> I did. I did double what he did. Oh, and then so what Lewis did then was he lying? Yes. No, uh, okay. I was, and then, but at the end of every twenty-five meter, he'd get to the twenty-meter mark, and he'd stand up and go. <gasps> <laughs> that is more likely. Yeah, that's what I thought was going. As on. I'm just like doing tumble turns and lapping him every so often, and I wasn't going my hardest because I don't want to be that guy who's like, "Oh, look at how good I am," and just yeah, constantly but, lap. But and when lap we, and lap. when you were that guy, Keelan. Was I or was I not within two seconds of your time? So, actually, and then as you're doing these, you know, these couple hundred meters with me, I give you technique tips. I change your head position. I change your arm position. I change a lot of how you're swimming. Mm -hmm. And then we did a push off the wall looking at the digital clock, like at the end of the pool. So Mm -hmm. I got about a 13 second, 25 meter lap, which isn't great, but it's fine. And Lewis got about a 15 to 16 to 17. I couldn't be certain. <laughs> was it 15? It was 15. Don't tell me it was 17. It was oh, is this over 15. I thought he was close to over 100 metres. He was close to over 25. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, no. I, I reckon I could doggy paddle and be close over 25. That's like And nothing. also, I taught Lewis how to tumble turn. I taught him correct stroke precision. Like, Technique Incorrect I, I have no idea How to tumble turn Oi Lewis well, I showed you a lot You tried <laughs> You tried Lewis Can you do butterfly yeah. No I tried butterfly After watching it in the Olympics That shit is So hard Yeah mm. On the I arms. did a really strong 25 metres of butterfly And then Was embarrassed Because all the squad kids Next to me were looking at me So I stopped You know, I used to do swimming squad. I don't want to, like, you know, flex on my glory days, but, uh, you know, I dabbled, but I stopped very early. As soon as I got the decision, like, Mm. into my own hands from my parents, like, all right, you're probably not going to die in the surf for for the rest of your life. As soon as I got to that point, I uh, I just bailed straight up. I was like, I don't want to swim in the pool. I've been really enjoying it. I think I'm going to become a really good swimmer. Public pools uh, are gross. There's Band-Aids in them. I don't understand the appeal at all. It's like a communal bath that you're just sharing with people in Frankston. Check out this little number. (laughs) I bought these. I went to the swim store and I bought what I thought was some board shorts. (laughs) They They were folded in half like this. And I thought they were folded in half lengthways. I'm like, oh, they'll be long when you fold them out. And then I put them on. You can almost see my ass crack when I, like, the bottom of my ass is hanging out of these things when I put them on. Have you worn them at the pool? Oh, yeah. Heaps. Oh, this is, a new, this is such a new Lewis. You're, like, I know. turning over a new leaf. You're exercising in little underwear. That, what are you doing? I have, I, I have no idea I what I'm doing. I leave for a month and you just change your whole identity. You're a dad Actually, now. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm doing, Luke? It's just dad energy. I'm intimidating Keelan. You're not intimidating me and I'm at all. I'm coming for his spot. Yeah, I watched you get I, puffed out after 20 meters of swimming. Yeah. Hey, mate. When I get my cardio up and it's and my new jaw, it's over for you. Yeah, yeah maybe. I am actually hey. excited to do a proper race at the end of the year, like over 100 meters at a 50 meter pool. Keelan, it will be I think quite it'll be a good. spectacle. Were you intimidated? Yes, a little bit. 
Oh, okay, good. But obviously, I mean, I didn't think, honestly, seeing Lewis in those little tight shorts, I wouldn't think there'd be anything intimidating about that sight. Well, that's hey, just as what, soon as I put those tight shorts wear. on, Keelan's shorts got a little bit tighter too. Wow. <laughs> so, okay, geez, all right. That is a HR uh, <laughs> It was out of work hours. And I have to say, Luke, to think... To... <laughs> Not denying the erection. <laughs> To think that I would go to a public pool in Frankston is very low of you. Oh, I'm going to where do you swim? Pool. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. I don't know where that is, but yeah. <laughs> cool. And also, uh, you live there, so of course I think that low of you. Like, what do you... As if you... Yeah. I wouldn't assume... Like, I'm assuming Lewis is going swimming in Frankston. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Are you going... Do you reckon you'll get into ocean swimming or are you going to keep to the pool? No, I like, I've been, I've, I'm liking doing laps and like trying to, the technique and everything. Cause it, it started, the reason I got into it was I was teaching my son how to swim cause he didn't even know how to float. Right. So I get in the pool, I yeah. start giving him all these tips that, cause I used to be a really strong swimmer when I was like 13, back when I was my, my son's age. Um, but then I started getting into it and then I was like, man, I forgot that I loved swimming. And then I knew Keelan was into it. I got him to give me some tips and I've, I've like fallen in, lo- in love with it again. Mm. So I'm going to, I think I'm going to keep up with it. I was really bummed about lockdown because obviously it makes shows harder, but the real issue is I can't swim anymore. So oh, shit. maybe I need to get for. back into bat tennis. That's what I used to excel at when I was 13. What's um, bat tennis? Do you remember the primary school? Do you just have in-school sports where you play with like the wooden bat and the tennis ball and it's like a mini <laughs> tennis court over like the... Do you guys remember no, that? We, we, we played tennis, man. Oh, that must be nice. All right, we didn't go to a school that had tennis courts. <laughs> Jesus. No, it was like a, it was a primary school thing. It was like oh, okay. a, a grade five, grade six sport. I feel like some people know what I'm talking about. Other people will be like, what the fuck is bat tennis? It's almost like a four square court, but it's bat tennis. Yeah. Yeah, right. Right. Well, yeah, Keelan and I, by the end of it, we, we swam for over an hour. We exhausted ourselves, and I got a lot better because of Keelan's tips. Keelan is very good. And by the oh, end yeah. of it, we did what, what every like amateur male does after they do one thing once. Man, we should start a team. We should yeah. start a swim team and start going to swim meets. Yeah. Yeah, this we were talking I- about doing like joining a uh, making a swim team relay team cuz I know that Joseph also swims sometimes. We could do me, Joseph, Joseph Green. and Lewis and then yeah. jo- go to local meets and get like yeah. a really good swimmer on our team. Yes, like, like say, Mac I- Horton or something to just join us for a couple I'd, relays. I yeah, prefer to if, if it's okay with you um to not be there for that. You know, and that's just a personal thing. Which you would like, want to come and spectate that? Uh, uh, I, I do want to see Lewis, like, try and swim. That that interests me. You've definitely you definitely picked my interest. You know what I interest. think, Keelan? You know mm. what I think, Keelan? I think that Luke is threatened by our passion for the pool because mm. all of a sudden, you know, he's going to go from the fit, sporty guy on the mm. show to the, the, the lazy, dry slob. That's... that. Not true at all. I've been yeah. smashing the well gym, actually. I've been running in Darwin when it was like 30 degrees. I haven't run in Perth yet, but I'm just adjusting to the climate. But once I, you know, get to a point where I feel like I can run, which might be tomorrow, I will. Mm-hmm. So, you know, also could probably smoke here in, in, in swimming off no training. Would you would you join us for a race at the end of the year? You, rec- you so you think, Luke? I that- reckon I could apply my running fitness 
to the pool. Look, not over a, a long distance because I'm really bad at swimming. But this I reckon won't be like, a long distance. Thing. It's a hundred meters. Hundred yeah, meters that's, is that's heaps, dude. Like well, more than one lap. No, I get really tired after a lap usually. Okay, in the pool. well, how how about this, Luke? How about this? Yeah. At the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Right. If if we've done been able to do enough training, who knows what'll happen with lockdown at the end of the mm. year, right? How about Keelan and I will have a hundred meter race, yeah, and uh, and then also the three of us will have a fifty meter race. What about Paul? And you train on land, we'll train in the sea, and we'll see who comes out on top. If you're so confident with your dry training, mm. can I race the loser of your race? <laughs> like it's like the bronze medal match, you know, in the Olympics, but it doesn't really mean anything. Hang on, so you're gonna race What's the, the guy who lost, match? who's also burnt out from racing his <laughs> yeah. hardest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I want to get that's fair. the loser at their most tired, and I reckon the burnt I could, out loser. Yeah, burnt you'll... out. I reckon I could beat a burnt out loser in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how much how much recovery time does the burnt out loser have? Sixty seconds. <laughs> no, not 60 seconds. No I want, way. I want you to be puffing when you jump in. Because <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've seen you. Like, I know you have asthma. So I reckon I can, yeah. like, beat you. You know, Well, if, you're not going to be racing me, Luke. This is the thing. So don't base your oh, whole will. It'll be you. strategy on racing me. You're going to be racing Keelan. If, if you're racing the loser. Right. Well, either way, I'm going to be probably racing someone with heart or respiratory issues. So it shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> Yeah, you'll, you'll be you'll be racing All, someone who's uh, an at-risk person. Although, can I actually say just this is a yeah. I guess a point to you? When we were in Queensland, right before shit hit the fan after the music mm. festival. We had like a 10 meter race at the hotel pool where we all mm. were like at one end. We're like, all right, let's swim to the other end and race. <laughs> I will admit. I came last by like three meters in a 10 meter race. <laughs> Yeah. Like thirty, and like, Luke was shocked. Luke I was, was absolutely shocked. I, w- I was and not shocked. This is what cause... I do. I shock people. You know, all these people listening, thinking I'm going to lose. Guess what? I'm going to shock you. That's why they call me Shocker Spears in the pool. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Well, that's I've never. I guess I'm not around your pool friends, so I wouldn't know. You wouldn't <laughs> take your word for it. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Right. We can maybe tee up some kind of race, but. Yeah, dude. I'll, I reckon, like, oh, I just honestly think, unless you do improve your current fitness, I yeah, I I, I can't imagine you even completing it at the moment. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I reckon if I make it to the end, and that's another rule. Apparently, you're a big fan of putting your feet on the ground. You're not allowed to touch the ground either. Okay, so the reason why I was touching the ground at the end of the pool was because I was trying to learn tumbles and I worked out in the shallow and if I try and do a somersault, I'm going to give myself a concussion on the bottom of the pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's maybe not true, not true. If you do it properly, you won't do that. Well, I don't know how to do it properly. That's why I was protecting myself. You know oh, what? Okay, Here's right. the thing. I reckon like with goggles on and swimming properly, I'd be all right. Because I, whenever I swim, I'd hate putting my head under pools because they're just gross and I don't like the chlorine. So when I was like doing this race with you guys, I wasn't putting my head under. I was just kind of doing that above the above head mm. freestyle, which is not efficient at all. You probably weren't like streamlined or using correct technique either. Yeah, I don't need I that. Bet he's, I bet he has alone. no idea how to even pull properly. Ma- pull... <laughs> I've, but uh, wait, 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 wait. This might only be funny to people who who swim, but Lewis, <laughs> Lewis goes right, well, to. Well, I'm eat. excited for this because I bet I'm going to really relate. 
Lewis goes to me right at the end of our session and he goes, man, you go so far underwater. Like you push off and you go like 10 meters. And I was like, yeah, because I'm kicking underwater. And he goes, oh, you <laughs> kick underwater. <laughs> no, dude, that's then, funny for hey, everyone. That's a pretty I universal. Said, I never said I was a pro. I said I'll surprise you. I've got a natural ability. Dude, I'm a shocker. There's nothing surprising about this. The fact that you hadn't even had the thought, like, what about if I move my legs to propel myself under the water? It gives me all the confidence that I need. Dude, I'll and, race and, the winner. And Fucking Luke, hell. Right. <laughs> imagine if imagine if you got you stood next to someone, right, in a running race, mm. right? And you race the guy. And just before you started running, the guy went, oh, are you supposed to like uh, push off with your feet and wear shoes? Yeah. And you were like, what a moron, of course. But then imagine if that guy was only two seconds slower than you. What would you be thinking? Uh, it's I'm not embarrassed and intimidated. It's not fair over You'd be intimidated, years. wouldn't yeah. you? You'd be thinking, this guy <laughs> better not train because yeah. if he does, he's going to beat me. Yeah, I can't wait I... to do a hundred meters against you and fucking destroy. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, dude, Killen will smash you. Killen's really I'm good. I'm gonna at make you question who you are. You're gonna be like, I thought I was the swim guy. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I realized we'd have a great relay if Lewis took up cycling. We'd have a really good triathlon, like between us. Yeah. I've you started know, cycling. Could... I bought a road bike the other week. Oh, great. So, Lewis just needs to cover the swim. But again, I'd much rather <laughs> you in the pool. Um, yeah, Lewis, you're... Anyway, I know I've been talking about swimming for a long time, but yeah, dude, you're not going to beat Keelan. Like, he's really good. Mate, hey, all I, we can move on. All I'll yeah. say is just wait till I start kicking. <laughs> True. Hey, this episode is sponsored by the best underwear in the game. Uh, Nobby Underwear, nobby.com.au. Use code SOUNDOFF for $5 off your first pair. Luke's wearing them. I'm wearing them. They're the most comfortable underwear in the game. Yep. And they're really cool. I'm wearing my shark ones at the moment. A few people showed me their nobbies last night. Very good to see. Good to see uh, game supporting game, you know, legends mm -hmm. supporting legends. Because they are lovely people. We love the people at Nobby. And if you want to join the Undie Club, you can get mm -hmm. $5 off your first pair if you sign up with the code uh, SOUNDOFF. That's it. That's, that's all it takes. That's an incredible deal. And, and it's so good that you don't need anything else with that. Just $5 off your first pair. Really good stuff. Uh, ladies, they do bras. They do little undies. Yep. You know, they do comfortable ones. They do little sexy ones. They're really great. Get, yep. your, get, get a box for your box. Yep. Get a package for your package if you're a male. Uh, we would recommend uh, nobby.com.au. Uh, support the brands that keep this show uh, alive. You know, it, we are, we're running on fumes over Zoom, yep. but Nobby is still there backing us, which we appreciate. And so what, are those, what are those fumes smell like, Luke? Um, comfortable balls. Yes. Really. And comfortable boxes as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. So nobby.com.au, use code sound off and get the best underwear in the game. Let's get back to the show. Um, okay, Lewis. So... Mm -hmm. Gimpfest, obviously fast approaching. Um, it's mm -hmm. next year, so we're, we're under a we're under a year away now. From we the we are, and the, I have a concern with Gimpfest. Um, I've noticed, right? Obviously, we've been we've been planning Gimpfest, but uh, and we we've been thinking like, oh, this is going to be the premier event 
the biggest event that's ever come to Gympie. This is going to be the biggest thing that's ever hit the town. Uh, and we were thinking that there are barely any other events that are going to even come close to yeah. Gimp Fest next year. And just um, a quick recap, we are planning mm-hmm. on doing a big live show in the Queensland town of Gympie next year because Lewis, yep. when he went there a few years ago for a show, he sold 17 tickets. One of them was a mannequin. He swore to never mm-hmm. go back. And now we're going there for the redemption story to do one yep. big show in Gympie to prove that uh, you can sell out a show in Gympie. And re- really just, a, a, it's a second chance, you know? It's a, it's a chance at redemption. Uh, we have a rule. If you live within 40 kilometers of Gympie, attendance is mandatory. No, f- four hours. Four uh, oh, hours. Sorry, uh, four hours within. Sorry, uh, that's uh, those are COVID rules. I'm spinning out of my yeah, brain. Yeah. Forty <laughs> kilometers, like, dude. There's no one lives within forty kilometers of Gimpy. It's Gimpy. That's a fucking COVID restriction that I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> that's all I've been reading about. If you live within four hours of Gimpy, attendance is mandatory. Outside that radius, attendance is uh, optional, but heavily encouraged. Heavily um, encouraged. And I thought that this event that we were planning was going to be you know, one of the only events that Gimpy has ever seen. But I think, uh, Luke, before we get into what you're going to say, I think an event is trying to steal our thunder here a little bit. And really? I'm, uh, I'm a bit concerned. Yeah. I have here in my phone <clears throat> a poster for an event uh, in August 28th, 2021 in Gimpy. So okay. it's coming up, right? And it's going to be huge, okay? It seems like it could be bigger than Gimfest, all right? I'm a little bit worried. It's called it. the uh, the Worldwide Rally for Freedom in Gympie <sighs> on August 28th. Now, it's worldwide, Luke. Now, mm. we've only said that ours is Gimpfest. Ours is like within four hours wide. The entire mm. world is coming to this rally. I don't know what it's about. Um, I'm not sure. It says going ahead no matter what, hit them while they're still rattled rally. I don't know who they're talking about or what it's about, but it, I- se- it seems big. <laughs> And I'm a little I, bit concerned. I also, I also got sent this during the week, actually. I've seen that poster before. For a few mm. fans sent it my way. And um, well, Lewis, the whole world's going. I don't think, because um, this event may be going ahead, August, or will be, no matter what, going ahead August 28th, mm. uh, I don't think there'll be anyone left in Gympie. Uh, definitely not old people, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, we're not going to be hitting the elderly market, because there won't be one when we get there yeah, after yeah. this rally uh, takes just, place. <laughs> I, I'm just not, I'm not sure what it's about, but it's huge. Like the whole world's going. Which, I mean, it's bigger than the Olympics. Yeah, shit. Because not even North Korea go to the Olympics anymore. So that's. I know. You know. I mean, Kim Jong Un might be there. That'd be crazy. <laughs> so, so look, I'm 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 not sure. You know, if there's if there is too much competition there. Hopefully, Gimpfest will still go ahead after this rally, whatever that's about. Yep. But I am just putting it out there that that's pretty big competition so if we want Gimpfest to really be the biggest show Gimpy's ever seen we're going to need to open this up to like an interplanetary species mm. to attend yeah I mean well everyone's welcome so if you're listening from Mars come on down uh, we'd love to have mm. you there which is Gimpy Australia Earth that's where we're going to be holding the event but um mm-hmm. There also, a few international people have RSVP'd, saying if international travel's open, they're going to make the trip, which is crazy. But um, right. also, it's not that ridiculous. It's like, if you were ever going to come to Australia, like Gimfest is the is the time to mm. do it. It's going to be Absolutely. one of the biggest events happening that weekend in mm-hmm. the uh, South Queensland region, um, it, but in particular, Gympie. Uh Lewis, I was in Perth last yep. night. Which for international listeners, if you don't, if you're not familiar with Australia's geography, 
Perth is on the other side of the country. We're talking five hour, four and a half hour flight away from Brisbane, the closest airport, yeah. main flight. airport to Gympie. Now, and right? when we when we say radius, we mean four hour drive, not four hour flight. We're talking driving or walking. If oh. you can walk there in four hours, you got to attend. Yeah, no, no. I reckon driving hour of like four hour driving radius is the mandatory. But these yeah. people are they're within a not even within a four hour flying radius. I would say they're within no. a, a two day, three day driving radius. Um, About as far away as you can get. I honestly wasn't expecting anyone after the show last night to RSVP in the line. It's been happening a lot of shows and the meet and greet. People are like, mate, see you on yep. Gimpy. Can't wait. That's That's mm-hmm. been happening on the East Coast. Yeah. Dude, I'm not exaggerating here. Mm-hmm. I reckon minimum 40 people <laughs> RSVP'd. Like, so what? many. 40 that's out of so like 1,000. That's like almost like 5%. Well, hang on. Out of the... A thousand people saw the show, but out of five hundred people who who stayed to meet yes. you, almost ten percent. So that 10%. 40 is probably more like eighty. Yeah, because yeah, true. Some people would just probably just left and like, oh, I'll see him in Gimfest, <clears> so I'm not going to bother to wait around. Yeah, dude, it blew my mind. And like they they were just like, oh yeah, I'll be there, sure. No, and like all these people, are like, oh, I'll figure it out. I might quit my job. Don't worry about it. I'll see you there. And they were like, one guy said, oh, I'll probably have to quit my job. But it'll be worth it. And I was like, Jesus Christ, that so, is. Mental. Forty people from Perth are going to yeah, make the trip all the way down to Gympie to see our show. Uh, they need to, like, you know, work out which flight they're all going to catch together or something. And yeah, or, or someone's going to have to get their light rigid bus license and drive across the Nullarbor. We Either we really way. are going to have to closer to the event to, like have designated flights and like yeah, we should have like special like we need like an indicator. Like if you're going to Gimpfest, you got to wear something. Like yes. a, like that that a normal person wouldn't necessarily wear like obviously Luke and Lewis merch would be the would be the biggest one but if you don't have something we've got to come up with some kind of uh, identifier yeah, to, like to a, show that you're a traveler to the to Gimpfest like a top hat but not that but something of that obscurity mm. where you like you spot someone at the terminal with a top hat and it gives yeah. you the confidence to be like are you also traveling to Gimpfest. I am Maybe too. some speedos that are like way smaller than you were expecting. Uh, not great traveling attire, just in case mm. it's chilly, but it shouldn't be. It's Queensland, so I guess that should be fine. Yeah, I would say Luke and Lewis merch paired with another item. We'll, we'll figure yeah. that out closer to the date. Sound off below if you have any ideas um, for the, whatever item of clothing. We, we might have missed something that relates to the show here. But um, yeah, anyway, we'll figure it out. Or I think maybe we should... You know what I think, Lewis? Just... Mm. We need to do I Love Gimpfest merch or something like that. Or maybe yes. I'm traveling to Gimpfest merch. And then people just wear that at the airport. And then they see someone else with the, with the I'm traveling to Gimpfest. I really like I'm traveling to Gimpfest merch. That's really funny. <laughs> That's just, really good. Imagine how good it would be if you spotted someone like in the food court of your airport <laughs> with the I'm traveling to Gimfest merch. You'd be like, dude, we are best friends now. We're, I'm also yeah. going to Gimfest. <laughs> that's that's really, really good. I that's like that. fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, that'd be great. So I, he, he, you know how I said, Lewis, that mm-hmm. we might have to do uh, a matinee show. And then I said, I've been getting so much excitement that we might have yeah. to do a dawn service, right? Yeah. My new prediction, we're going to put the first show on sale, like the main show, the night event. Yeah. Mark my words, sold out in an hour, the theatre. An hour? An hour. 
Sold out in an hour. Of course, because people have to take off work and stuff. So like, like they'll be securing their tickets within an hour. We will say they're going to sell at this time. Watch the. I'm. I'm not. Watch. Watch them sell out in under an hour. We're, okay, Dude, we're gonna have, you know what real. we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to set up some kind of exclusive mailing list. Yes. To make sure, or some text line or something, we'll set something up. They're gonna be hard. And to once get. it's set up, we can just we can start plugging it in every episode. Put yeah. your info in, and One we'll get thing, it. We'll get an idea. I was talking to this about Meg last night. It's probably Meg. more of an Meg, It's probably a more of an off-air discussion, but. Mm. But I'm happy to have it on air. It's well, a Zoom well, this episode. is this is a Zoom episode, Luke. Yes. So you know, discuss away. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, true. I don't think anyone's still tuning in after the 20 minutes of swimming chat. Anyway, so it's probably no, just actually. Us. I think I think viewers spiked at this oh. swimming. Chat. I did. I did hear that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I heard that all the hearing comments a lot of things at the pool. How dude. much they love swimming chat. Mm. Um, apparently, Mac Horton listened to that part as well. Really? Yeah, I, I've I've also heard that. And and Luke, when when you're when you are such a natural talent as I am, yeah. sometimes you will get a crowd around you while you're doing laps. Like, what do you mean? This is the this is the, the this is this guy's first time ever trying to swim fast, and he's only two seconds behind the guy who thought he would make it to the Olympics. That's crazy. Mm. Yeah. Did yeah. you actually like swim at a good level, Keelan? Uh, not at the Olympic level <laughs> <laughs> at all. I made it to I made it to like really good position at the states and was about to go to nationals and then got an injury which yeah yeah and, you're, and you're nationals is one step before olympics so he's one step before one step before the olympics yeah 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 so so actually the olympic committee team australia team dolphins are actually all, all of them are watching this episode together yeah right mm-hmm. yeah Lew- it's it almost sounds like lewis is really clutching at straws to make himself better by comparing himself to you that's right, mate. Yeah. You're gonna be you're gonna be clutching at a life saving device when you try and get to the end of the pool. By the sounds mm. of it, oh, you already were the other day. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yes, I was talking to Meg about Gimfest, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, there's got obviously we're, we're going to probably have to do a few shows like that just to keep up mm. with the crazy demand. Yeah, now there was talk of a triple pass where people come to all three shows if there just mm-hmm. in case there was a dawn service. Because um, yeah. here's the thing, I, I understand people are going to Gimpy for the weekend that they're going to want to go to all the events that are on, right? But yep. at the same time is we're putting on the extra show so new people can come, like, right? Because in case the first one sells out, a different group of people can attend each of show. Course. Is it an honesty system? Like, if you've already got tickets to one, do you mm. swear not to buy one for the matinee? Like, or are we encouraging people to come to a three? It's very, it's just, I know this is probably more of an off-air discussion, but it yeah. is confusing. Well, there's, there's kind of two ways to do it, right? You could, you could either set up a, cause you, I bet you could set up a system that excludes people who have already bought this thing from yep. buying that thing. You could probably do that. Probably. Or you could just go, Hey, it's a free for all and a frenzy. And and you just you just let people do whatever they want, yeah. and then and then maybe what the, what you'll then see, Luke, <laughs> is tickets to you know Gimpfest Show Two being flipped on eBay by someone who saw Show One for ten thousand dollars a ticket. That might happen. I might do that myself. I might buy ten tickets to all three and sell them at increasingly higher prices. <laughs> That's a great idea. We should do that to try and pay for the event. Actually, that we should start flipping our own tickets. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> really smart. Um, yeah, okay. I just wanted to bring that up. And also, a couple of people have like brought it up to me. Uh, you know, people I've bumped into interstate and stuff. They're like, other than the main show, like, because it's, I guess we're spruiking it like it's a festival. 
um, they're like, what else is going to be going on? <laughs> mm. And it's a good question. Uh, there's people traveling across the country and some people planning to travel across the world. What else are actually offering? Well, okay. other than <laughs> this, is, this is probably also an off-air discussion, but this is a Zoom episode, so we'll do it here. It's now just a now, Gimfest planning meeting. <laughs> this, is in, this is entirely... If, if, if we really sell out, let's say, you know, our, uh, our most... Uh, let's, let's not, you know, count on a crazy thing happening. So let's just keep it reasonable. When we sell out the fourth show, right? Mm -hmm. 4,000 tickets in Gympie. When that happens, now we're there for at least two days, two shows a night, right? Yep. So it, it, it really starts to lean into Gimp, the fest part of the name, yes. festival, right? It, it leans so into something having to happen at 3 p.m. Yeah. So once we sell out the fourth, fifth, sixth show... Then we start need to th needing to think about what are the people who saw the first show going to do for the other four days. And that's when we might have to start inviting other comedians to book out smaller venues to do their shows. And it turns into a real festival. Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. So, like, we do the big theatre and then Tom and Frenchie do the parking lot or something like that. Or, like, the bit around the or side Or maybe the, the bathroom in the yeah, theatre. The, maybe the, the bathroom. A, a the the single, disabled bathroom. A single cubicle. Yeah. Festivals like also have like markets, so maybe we could do a Luke and Lewis market. I like that. Yep. Oh, it would be actually good to get Ruben doing maybe a solo podcast of his podcast. <laughs> just yeah, like, yeah. He just gets on stage and just like talks to himself. Yeah, I mean, we could we we could all do that. We all have solo podcasts. Like there could be. I mean, we, we could also potentially. Now, I'm I'm sure that you'll be as against this as I am, Luke. Mm -hmm. There's no way I would ever let the resurgence of the Keelan and. No, it's fine. You know what? I'm glad that didn't come through on the recording. What did um, you say? He said the resurgence of the Keelan, and then life decided <laughs> to shut him down because we don't need to talk about the Keelan and Ruben podcast. I'm glad that was what the are you guys. I was going to say, before God intervened, if, you know, obviously we would not be okay with having the Keelan and Ruben podcast at Gimfest, but if they wanted to jump in a car and drive a few hours down the road and do it in a different town, I would be okay with that. <laughs> what do you Imagine think about me doing, like, my, you know, signature stand-up as a show? And I'll just, like, I'll take the dawn service slot or the business. slot. Yeah, okay, slot. so it's like 10 bucks and it's just a 10-minute yeah. show. And then... Uh, that'd be so good. I'll do an hour. I'll do an hour. No, no you don't won't. Do an hour. You don't have an hour? No, I, I really like the idea of like a people packing into a theatre at 6am for a 10-minute show <laughs> just before breakfast or something. And then we do breakfast yeah. in the foyer afterwards or something like that. Yeah. Would you yeah, guys come to the 6am show to, to support me? Absolutely not. I need my uh, beauty so, <laughs> so would I have to do everything like cameras, sound... Lights, everything by myself. Yeah, look, I'll watch. I might watch some of the video when it's done. I'll skim through. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dear. I'm doing the dawn service and the midnight sessions. Lewis. <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking at the towns. I think it's very, uh, very fitting. Either I'm thinking this is just on the town names alone, or mm -hmm. uh, the town just outside of Gympie. Perhaps we could book a little venue for the Killing and Ruben podcast and people have to travel out to a place called Pie Creek um, and just watch that and then travel back into town. <laughs> I, I really like banishing them from the town to do their shit show. <laughs> There's also a place called uh, 
Tam Marie. There's a lot of. It seems like there's a lot of shitholes around the area. I actually. like that. Okay, so so the Keelan and Ruben <laughs> show is is banished from Gimpy. They can do it in in the town over. But here's the deal: Dude, if you go and called... see that show, and you see us, you know, when you come back to Gimpy, if you see me and Luke, that's you can see the show. That's fine, but you have to apologize to us. Yeah. <laughs> there's a place called Scrubby Creek. I like Scrubby that. Scrubby Creek. Yeah. Um. Great. Well, we've almost hit the forty-minute mark. We did have other things to talk about, but it's I want to talk about your your Perth show, Luke. Um, oh know, yeah, we, we got a bit was... we got a bit derailed there with the swim chat, Luke. You did a, a thousand yes. people in Perth, which is the biggest show by far you've done, much bigger than anything I've done as well. I was supposed to open for you. Keelan was going to be there to also film, and definitely not open. Uh, but I'm really bummed that that we missed it. What was it like? Yeah, it was like the roar when I came out was like the loudest thing I've ever heard. Like that was the coolest shit ever. I didn't even know what to do. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I can't believe this many people showed up. Like, I was, I was just, it's so weird. Like, you know, when, I don't know, like, you've gone to see shows of like comedians that mm. in theaters before, like, you know, and stuff. I'm like, oh man, maybe one day in like 20 years I could do a theater that big or something. And yeah, um, yeah it felt like just... Yeah, it was, a, it was a dream come true. It was very cool. Thank you very much to everyone who came out in uh, Perth. It was People loved it, man. I was also worried of just the fact that like we're not used to performing in venues that big, and it's yeah. definitely like a way different thing. I I've probably feel most comfortable in like a 300-seater you know, comedy club-style room. Like That's yes, where we yeah. usually perform at, and it's intimate. You can see people's faces and stuff. It's so weird. You have to wait ages. Like We used to tell a joke, and then like, takes forever to pe- for people to laugh so you really have to like slow down i noticed like i right. went out there and i was like doing all the jokes at normal pace and i was like oh i'm talking over them laughing oh because you have to wait for that many people to stop laughing before yeah you continue it's, on. it's like five times yeah, the amount of people that, laughing I did, I did 450 and that blew my mind i was like wow that's so big and crazy and loud and but doing more than double that is yeah. mental and when you like rip someone in your asshole, like if there's a, there was like a really bad heckler, she was this drunk woman, she was just screaming, like no one could understand her. And I just like kept on like full on slamming her. And the, every time, just like the, the room would just erupt because people were getting so angry, like she's ruining their night for yeah. them. I probably should have kicked her out, but I didn't want to seem like a dick. I didn't want like my first theater show to be like soured because I was like, hey, can you get this person out? Like I was just like, and she was just like, ruining it for people around her. like people after the I show think, were like I oh i can't to. believe you after, didn't kick her I've out had like a, a terrible person after that one at my comedy special that ruined your set and almost mine yeah I've, i now have like a like a no tolerance policy for people who are ruining it i don't mind participation but she kind of ruining I, it i think she was them. just so drunk she didn't realize she was yeah. ruining it for everyone and she was like screaming mm. shit that no one could understand but i guess out of a thousand there's always going to be one Right, that's just society. The chances are more likely. I guess you need. Yeah. I think you need to be more brutal because we saw Jim Jeffries and he had to boot a guy out, and that guy got carried, literally carried literally out carried. on the shoulders of about six security guards. I think if you're performing to a big amount of people, chances are one of them is going to be an idiot. Yeah, I couldn't even understand it. Like she was like, "Oh, I'm not from here," and it was like the most Perth shit ever. Just like me, yeah. you know. She told me to fuck <clears throat> off back where I came from. Right, That's she sweet. was like, "Go back there," and I was like, "Um, like she she wasn't Australian, right?" And dude, I I just I will admit I got caught up in the Perth spirit, right? I yep. know I was like I became a local for a second. I just mm-hmm. straight up to just told this woman to fuck off back to South America, and the roar that it got from the a crowd that is so used to telling people to fuck off back to where they came from. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only place in Australia where that would get a laugh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. It was so good, dude. There was a, I was like, she'd already ruined the show for like 45 minutes and I could tell people were getting really annoyed, right? And I was getting annoyed by it. And then I was talking to this one girl and I was like, oh, um, I was like, what do you do? She's like, oh, I'm a disability worker, like a support worker. And I was like, oh, cool. Can you fucking help her? And I'll be <laughs> honest, I've never heard a louder thing in my life. People were just That's like, cool. fucking yes. <laughs> it was so good, dude. That's so cool. And I'm bummed I missed it. Quarantine sucks. I know. COVID sucks. We should bash it. It's shit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was very cool. And it was honestly surreal. It, it, honestly, by like 45 minutes in, I kind of forgot. Like I was just, it was just felt yep. normal. I was just doing a show. But the first five minutes, I was like, what is going on? I didn't know how to start. I was like, what is, it's so stupid thing, like pretending, like treating it differently. But it's so hard yeah. to not. Like before yeah, I yeah. went on stage, it's, I was it's, like, it's a normal show. Who cares? Like, it's not a big deal. And then I actually wasn't that nervous until like five minutes before. As soon as the opener went on, John Pinder, who crushed it, he's a hilarious yeah. Perth, Perth comic. He went on and just started murdering, right? Because I'd never yeah. heard a thousand people laugh from backstage before. So yeah. I, was like, I was like, oh my God, like he's crushing. Like I won't be, I've never got to laugh that big before. <laughs> Well, yeah, and you haven't because it's just the amount of people. Like, I felt like that when I did my first 300 and you opened and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Luke's at another level. And it's, it's, you know, (laughs) it's just just how how loud it is. And then uh, then I went on and was again like, I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's just like the the crowd. Because I was like, I was like to Meg, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I just, dude, he's crushing. Like, I can't listen to him. Like, I just like walked out. I was like, I can't listen to this because I'm just going to freak out. Yeah, but then, but when you got on, he was actually texting me and, and he's actually retired now. Yeah. Because you just annihilated so hard that he was like, man, I've, that's yeah. it. That's it for me. I can't top that. I'm, I'm, I'm quitting. And, and, and he I had d- a good run. And that's no disrespect to John as well. He did a great job, no. but you know, you, you can't top mm. the, can't top the fog bit. Dude, you made me do that bit in a theater and I was so angry at you in that moment. <laughs> I was furious. <laughs> I wish... Chat? I, yeah, dude, no, it got, it literally like, I was like, oh, I'm just going to move on for like this girl. And then people just started going, fuck, bit, but not like chanting, <laughs> just, just random like points of the room. People just screaming yeah. it randomly. So I think I'm like, yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. But people in Perth, like they're so impatient. Like I would yeah. finish one joke and they'd be like, fuck, bit. And I'd be like, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's like when it, when you get your dog to do a trick and he's like food now. You're like, no, yeah. no, no. One more, <laughs> one more, one more, one more. Wait, be patient. And uh, yeah, dude, it's just so annoying because you know what? <laughs> and and how did my client go? Because I, I to new listeners, I'm the official representative of mm. the fog bit. It's the best piece of stand up of all time. Uh, yep. How did my client do? Oh man, oh, it murdered. I mean, look at my of stories. Course. People put on their stories. It was the best bit of the show. Can't believe I heard mm-hmm. it. What a thrill! Um, yeah, just it brought the house down. It was wow. great. But uh, yeah, I want to thank everyone who like listens to the show. So many podcast listeners because like. You know, in so many people are RSVPing to GimFest. Like, the thing that we've created here is so fucking cool. And um, yes. it's just, it's got so big. And obviously, like, TikTok and other platforms and stuff have helped out. But uh, really, you guys, like, make it all possible because 
I wouldn't have got to that level of uh, yeah, it wasn't for the people listening Podcast to our radio are show. Like the spine of everything that yeah, that exactly. We do. That's kind of how I view it. Is like the other you platforms can... might be bigger, but the but you guys are like what holds it all together. I love it when you can tell a podcast listener in the meet and greet. It's so good. Like you yeah. meet a bunch of people like, oh my God, listen, I watch you on TikTok and that's so cool as well. But then you just, yeah. the next person in the line, you'd be like, oh, how you going? You put out your hand and they go, uh, hello. Uh, <laughs> and you're like, oh, just dude. confusing everyone else. It's so good. I'm just like, oh, hello. And then everyone else in the line is like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was very good. Um, so yeah, it was very cool. I was super bummed you guys weren't there. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Next next time, whenever this all blows over, yeah. and I'm I'm really hoping that I get to do some of my shows. At the moment, I th- it looks like uh, I'll be emailing people. It looks like I'll be cancelling the first three shows of my tour. Yes! yes. Uh, but hopefully I'll get to do the other ones. I don't know. It's it's not up to me. I'm like, uh, I'm not spending any of the money, uh, obviously. So buy tickets because they are selling really well uh, so that if they do happen, you don't miss out. I wouldn't wait on buying tickets because they are selling well. And then, you know, we'll reschedule it or refund mm-hmm. if they don't happen. So I hope they happen. That's all I can say. Uh, before we go, we got to talk about uh, Patreon Movie Night. Uh, we, we watched uh, for the first time, apparently, Space Jam. Yes. Uh, Lewis was very, actually still getting annoyed. He got 22 minutes in, but fairly asked, wait, when does the basketball start this time? Uh, which is yeah, a good question in a basketball la- film. Well, last last Patreon movie night, I thought we were watching Space Jam, right? <laughs> Turns out we were watching the Looney Tunes movie. I get 45 minutes into it and I go, when does the basketball start? And uh, over 100 Patreon supporters just start bullying me. And I don't, I don't even remember at the end of the movie. That's how embarrassed I was. Then Keelan's like, okay, well... Because that happened, let's watch the actual Space Jam. I'm like, okay, cool. And then we get 20 minutes into this fucking basketball movie, and the only sport I've seen is baseball for 20 minutes. Baseball and golf. Have I been stitched up again? Am I watching some weird offshoot like telly telly movie about baseball? I'm like, where? But I don't want to ask. I'm burned. I'm like, I'm not going to ask when does the basketball start. But I'm watching baseball. I'm like, well, I know that's Michael Jordan, but he's fucking playing baseball. When does the basketball start? Yeah, dude, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I'm watching a movie in ages, but uh, thanks to everyone who jumped on the Patreon. It was uh, a bit of bloody fun. Uh, yes. Oh, actually, in, just also before we wrap up, so join the Patreon, by the way. It's cool. It's good fun. The Discord. Also, um, I've got to tell you, a guy sent me. It was just I don't know why it fucking made me laugh. It was uh, someone sent me a picture of him standing outside of Kidgel Street, uh, in Gimpy. <laughs> under the street sign and he just said uh avoiding the queues early <laughs> <laughs> he got early access yeah oh, early man, access. What a king. it was so good he's like well now he doesn't have to get his photo in gimp fest because there will be queues so oh there's gonna be a big line that's so funny we should post that on our instagram that's <laughs> yeah, hilarious he got hilarious. there early see um, and that's and that's how big gimp fest is gonna be guys like I know it's very funny to think, oh, yeah, Kim Fest, no one's going to turn up, just like last time. Guys, people are already going there just to take photos with the Kidgel Street sign. Oh, yeah. It's going to sell out in an hour. You heard it here first. I'm going to be in the Olympics. I mean, that's nothing to do with the Kim Fest, but <laughs> sure. And also, the Olympics have just happened. So, are you going for LA 2024? Is that where the Olympics Man, I've are? Got f- I've got four years to train, you know, with, with Keelan as, as my coach. Mm. Anything's possible. Yeah, great. I'm you actually know, going to the Commonwealth Games next year. Whereabouts are they? England. Yeah, Birmingham. you know, you know, Brisbane got the Olympics in like 2032 or something. 
Yeah. 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 So maybe those were games, Lewis. If you're still in your form, I mean, you'll be, how far away is that? You'll be like <laughs> late thirties. But <laughs> all right. So I'm 27, which is not old. I'm it's a very nine, young father. Nine right? years. I'm 27. Realistically, no. If I if I trained every single day like an Olympian, do you reckon I would have a shot at com- definitely not meddling, but competing in the Australian team? Could it be so possible? So this actually happened, and there's a series about it on Amazon Prime about. Cody Simpson who tried and he just missed out on qualifying by like that much but he was also an elite swimmer when he was a teenager before the singing career well I was an elite swimmer as a child so Mm, yeah but I reckon you could do it in a sport that's harder to do in Australia swimming is probably too popular if you started doing archery now like maybe for nine years, the world day. record might, for 100 meters the, freestyle is like the, 46 um, seconds, I think. I might get the the sport wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read that uh, a woman who's like 34 years old started running for fun after her pregnancy for fitness, and then she ended up uh, in the Olympics. Yeah, she she does the marathon, doesn't she? I'm not sure what sport it was. I just skimmed through the headline, and again, that made me that's go, you know what? I reckon like, I've got a shot. I reckon if you like make the Olympics and stuff, like yeah, you could probably do it in the marathon if you just persisted, because that's one of those things where it's a lot of it is based off fitness and like mental uh, strength. It's just like if you can yeah, fuck true. to mental do it. Mental toughness is like such and a not big not thing. many people are like queuing up, like putting out their hands, like oh, I want to run forty two kilometers. No, it's not a. It's no, not it's, fun, is it? It's not the most popular sport. Like hundred meter sprints, a bit more popular amongst young people. <laughs> Have you guys I've never, seen? I've never looked at a at a guy who's like fifty kilos shitting and vomiting at the same time at the end of a race and going, "Man, yeah. I want to do that." Should give that a go. <laughs> yeah, there's a video of after like a massive run at the start of this this year's Olympics where there's all these runners and as they're crossing the line, they're just collapsing and all the official yeah. people are just like picking them up. Yeah, and I think that was first aid. It was the end of the triathlon. I think that was happening because yeah. <laughs> it was so hot in Tokyo. Yeah, it was like, the heat. Yeah. Because that happened to the men's, and then the next day, the women at the end of their race seemed fine, and like the only real difference was the weather. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's the end. Thanks very much for tuning in. Um, we will have a guest episode during the week, I believe. Yep. Yes. And uh, if you're if you're li- out there, you're listening, and you're an a, a ex or current Olympic swimmer. Uh, send us a DM, and we'll get you on the uh, the swim on the swim team that Keel and I are starting. Uh, man, I'll take Cody Simpson. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We, I was going to say, we accept a Grant Hackett. Or we also, do they do like uh, mixed? You know, will we accept a Liesl Jones or? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We, we'll do it. We'll join a mixed relay. I would, I would absolutely love to just show up to some like strange amateur swim meet and then me and Keelan swim. And we might be like placing like fourth or fifth, probably sixth, right? Yeah, that's good. Then you have but a then secret we've weapon. Got, we've got our backup, our secret weapon, the Olympic athlete. Yeah, great. Just waiting to finish it off and, and where, take first. Where does, where does Cody Simpson live? Okay. I, I reckon we could make the trek up to Bar and just... I, I want to see that. I, I'd come for that for sure. Yeah. I, I would come to see you guys be... You guys be oh Bondi oh okay that's not gonna happen in the next two years all right well never well, mind I, scrap look, that. I, I'm I'm sure that out of all of our listeners someone has got to know someone who knows an Olympian or an or an ex athlete swimmer 
if you are that person, reach out yeah. and see if we can get an Olympian on to join our team. It's a big opportunity for them, right? Unfortunately, Lewis and Kellen are deadly serious about this. It's all they talk about <laughs> now is swimming. And it sucks that our friendship group, and this has happened for years actually, just gets mm. plagued usually by whatever uh, Keelan's into. That's all we ever talk about is Keelan's interests. Yeah. And mm. now, because Lewis and Keelan have a similar interest, I don't even get yeah. the time of day. Like, I don't even get calls anymore. I They yeah. just, they're swimming together. I'm away. They're like, oh, can you do the show, Luke? Whatever. Yeah, sure, be there. But we'll just be talking about swimming for 35 minutes of the Man, episode. You, you should see my YouTube history. It is just form analysis only. That's all I'm That's watching so is just lame. swimming. Jasmine goes, why are you still watching freestyle technique videos? And I'm like, well, if I can't train in the pool, I'm going to be training in my mind. Yeah. You know what? I did that with skateboarding. Uh, like when I, in quarantine, like I couldn't skate. So I've just yeah. like, start, I was watching like videos on like how to do tricks and stuff. So like when I get out there, I'll know, you know, <laughs> mm. but it's not the That's same. What it yeah, is. I get out there and I'm like, oh, fuck. And Keelan, you thought I was scary before. You wait. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of the episode. We'll end it there. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Uh, jump on Patreon if you want a bunch of extra secret uh, episodes of the podcast. There's a big backlog up there now. A bunch of extra all, stuff, but, and that's coming out all the time as well. But shut, shut the fuck shut up, the all right? Fuck Join up. the Discord and don't tell anyone. Unless you're yeah. friends with an Olympic swimmer. Get us in touch, all right? Thank you. Uh, see us on tour, lukekindle.com, lewspears.com. All the dates, info, cities, and everything are there. And hopefully, they'll happen. Bye. Woo. Bye.